Hello everybody and welcome to Sacred Human. This is a sacred space where we consider what it means to be fully human and fully divine. It's a space where we are curious about what it means to embody our light. And it's also a space where we step into the flow of goodness, which connects the earth and the universe, a space where we receive and give love, and a space where compassion leads. Thank you for being here. So hello everybody and welcome to this afternoon's Facebook Live. So we have a break in the rain and the birds have gone wild today. You can probably hear them chirping away. <laughs> and I can see that you're starting to load up, which is always fantastic. Um, no names as yet, but I can certainly see some icons coming. Ah, Chris, welcome, welcome, welcome. Nice to have you here. And Izzy, I can see your picture. Um, and Chris, thank you, says hello to everybody. Welcome, welcome to Anna. Thank you for the gorgeous tulips, I think they are. Thank you, Anna. She says hello, everyone. And Izzy says hello, everyone, and sends you a rose. And Lucy says hello, hello to me and to everyone else, and sends a heart. That's amazing. And as always, of course, there are several people um, who are going to be listening to the replay because they're busy on this um, sunny afternoon. So I welcome all of those who are joining in the replay. And I know there are several people also um, who will be joining at some point during the live. And um, I can't see anybody's icons um, at all today. Sometimes it goes like that. just have to go with the flow. Um, but if I've missed you and you are here, welcome, 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 welcome. So today's Facebook Live is a huge, huge, huge huge topic um, and um, it was the one that was requested last week and of course I will always try and speak to any requests that are made so I welcome and give gratitude to the person who requested this and I also um, welcome and give gratitude to Jolene for letting me use her beautiful um, artwork for the post. So pain, um, pain has many manifestations. Um, I think I mentioned that in the post. Pain can be physical, emotional, relational, spiritual, um, social, intellectual, um, intellectual pain in terms of schooling, if you're forced into a schooling system that doesn't fit uh, with your own natural way of learning, that creates pain. But what pain actually is, is a sensation, an activation of the nervous system 
a signal that travels through the body that we interpret as unpleasant. So it's at the at the kind of chucks of the matter, <laughs> at the actual crux of it. Pain is a sensation, whether it's in the mind, excuse me, <clears throat> a mental sensation, or in the body. And there's a lot of complexity around the nervous system, which I'm not qualified at all to speak to. Um, but it is pain it exists through a signaling that travels through either the nerves or the muscles or the bones um, or the cognitions. There are, of course, lots of different types of pain. There's acute pain, which is sudden, sharp, um, and a reaction to a stimulus. There's recurrent and intermittent pain, which is things like toothache, um, or period pain, of course, which is recurrent and intermittent. And then there's the persistent chronic pain um, that many people with chronic illnesses experience, um, myself included. Or, so it can be a physical persistent or chronic pain, or it can be a persistent or chronic pain that we hold mentally, such as um, looping anxiety or um, a kind of ongoing persistent low-level depression. So I'm kind of speaking to pain as a whole whilst acknowledging what it actually is is very complex and also um, can fall into different categories. But it is the persistent and chronic pain that I think so many of us in our society um, are experiencing, have experienced and will um, want to kind of address uh, in the forthcoming years as we transition through this period of change as a human collective. Persistent and chronic pain can often be the result of chronic stress, which probably every single one of us here have experienced, and or trauma. And it is no surprise at all that one in five people in Scotland experience chronic and persistent pain. And it is no surprise also that Scotland is the only country within the UK that are investing heavily monetarily in trauma research because they have made the link finally um, which is amazing in Scotland that there is a very clear link between trauma and the experience of pain whether that be um, physical or emotional or mental. So what does it mean? What does it mean for us pain? Um, and I have thought really long time about this this morning, how I was going to actually speak to that particular part. And I felt that I can only speak to that part from my experience. Um, because what actually pain means is a very individual, my goodness, it's so individual, um, experience. And making sense of pain is, is essential in order um, to live in a state of well-being. So I hope it serves that I'm going to speak to my experience of pain because I feel like that's the only really um, validity that I can bring to that. And it may spark and support you or someone you know who who is, is experiencing pain. Um, it may resonate, it may not. Please, as I say, leave what does, sorry, leave what doesn't and take more inquiry to anything that does. 
So what does pain then mean for me? Well, pain through fibromyalgia, because of course I live with chronic pain every single day and having experience of chronic migraine and trauma. Pain means to me that has shown me that suffering is part of being human. It is inescapable. Buddhism teaches this as one of its main tenets. Pain is integral and part of human existence. I know that I am not alone in experiencing pain. Um, there, it, I don't think there's any one human who has ever walked the earth and not experienced some form of pain. As I said, whether it's physical within their body, emotional, mental pain, anxiety, depression, relational abuse, um, the trauma of a heartache, uh, an emotional breakup, or an estrangement from somebody that, that they love, or spiritual pain, which we're going to talk about um, later. So it's part of human existence. It allows me to feel my commonality with my brothers and sisters. It has been a long journey for it to teach me the pain that I carry in my body that I can't control anything. The only certainty I have in life is that I will experience pain and joy, of course. And I actually can't control when that will come on um, or to me, whether it be the joy or the pain, the sadness as well. What does pain mean for me? Pain has humbled me, humbled me. It's brought me into a state of humility. Pain has allowed me to undertake a deep spiritual journey. Pain for me is a warning. Um, it shows me when I am out of alignment with my soul path and with my truth. But it's also a really clever warning that I need to be aware and perhaps need to set a boundary in relation to the situation where the pain has manifest or the person from which uh, when I am in relationship with I'm experiencing pain. Or, and this is more often than not with me, um, that I need to set a very firm boundary with my ego mind because um, pain has shown me the importance of the journey to surrender. Um, and um, my pain tends to come up when I'm pushing and overriding and pretending I'm something I'm not and forcing an issue uh, and um, forcing a relationship. So the warning that pain gives me, of course, is, oh, this is this situation is not good for you. Yeah, um, this, this relationship is not healthy for you. And the way that you are interacting in your brain, Kay, is not good for you. So it has been um, a, good, a good learning and boundarying myself. Pain for me is a opening and journey back to love. And a journey and an opening back to the importance of self-care after being in a career uh, where it was goal-driven, masculine energy, push, 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 and 
um, being in a motherhood paradigm um, of um, doing too much. So pain for me has brought me back humbly to surrender that I can't control anything, to a boundary setting and to self-care and self-prioritizing in a humble way. What else does pain mean? Pain, pain has been um, supporting me to open to myself and to peace and to the holy pause. So for me, the spiritual aspect of pain, seeing the spiritual meaning of pain, has been um, a journey back to communion with the divine, which for me is love. So, speaking more generally about pain, it is my learning from spiritual study and also from working with many, many, many people pastorally, that underneath pain, again, whether it be physical, emotional, relational, or spiritual, or mental, there is always a loving intention of that pain. It makes me quite emotional to actually speak to that. Underneath physical pain is the loving intention that the body needs care. Underneath emotional pain is the loving intention of the need for self-compassion and connection. Underneath relational pain is always a longing for connection. To give love to somebody else and to receive it. And underneath spiritual pain, that dark night of the soul, that feeling lost, is always the loving intention of wanting to commune with the divine love and being in separation. And kind of to sum it all up really, what does pain mean? Pain holds the loving intention to give and receive love, whether that be from the divine, whether it be from the human. Love, compassion, connection, self-care, self-compassion. So how do we actually be with it? Uh, that's the kind of number one question, really. Um, if we go to the doctors, we ask that. How do I live with this? Um, if we take our spiritual journey, how, how, do, how do I reconcile the fact there's so much suffering and pain in the world and there be a divine loving God or a, a divine loving presence? Well, how I guess I, I've worked with, with my own pain and with clients is to encourage a relationship with the pain. That which we resist persists. Oh my goodness, it does. It really, really does. So the more we brace against pain, the more it comes more intensely. So I encourage myself and clients that I work with to explore their relationship with pain. Remember I started with what is pain? Pain is a sensation within the body or the mind or the emotional self or the energy system that we perceive as unpleasant. But when we actually go into relationship and curiosity with the pain, you can 
kind of start to reconfigure it in your mind to think, okay, this this sensation that I'm bracing against that I don't want to feel is actually, oh, that's really curious. It feels really dense today. Oh, my word, it's causing a huge constriction. Oh, my word, it's hot, it's cold, it's tingly. And giving it other adjectives takes away that it's bad. It hurts. Of course, it is, it is bad and it does hurt. But opening up to other possibilities of how to perceive it really supports how to be with it. Compassion, 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 compassion. Not blaming yourself when you feel pain. Not blaming myself when the physical pain for me or the mental pain is there. Compassion. Knowing that everyone experiences it and I'm experiencing it and it's part of being human. Breathing with the sensation, whether it's heartache, depression, anxiety, or the actual physical pain within the body, breathing into it, allowing it to open up and unfurl. When we brace against pain, it kind of, it's like this with the flower, causes more tension. Whereas if we breathe into the pain, it allows the pain to open up and unfurl. Pain-based um, guided meditation can help us be with, whether it's again mental or physical pain, mindfulness, energy work, yoga, tai chi, planning and pacing, talking about it with people who can hold space to hear, so being discerning about how you share your, your pain with, choosing the people who can hold space and stay present to you and witness the pain reduces the pain and there's not many people that can do that but we're growing we're growing in numbers people who can hold the space for pain taking more time to relax and care for yourself absolutely working with medical professionals absolutely um, yes, my journey with um, allopathic medicine and, and w has not been very positive, you know, in terms of my own use of painkillers for fibromyalgia. But that didn't mean that at that particular time when I was working full time and mothering on my own, my goodness, I couldn't have done it without the medication. So knowing when the time is right for you to work with medical professionals and not vilifying medicine and not looking at it as a saviour kind of like a part of your toolkit and then finally um, acceptance accepting that if you are in pain or you're with somebody who's in pain um, it's okay and it isn't okay it's about creating space for that pain to be there So to finish, um, I just want to show you a very quick exercise. It's called a somatic exercise, taught to me by a somatic experiencing practitioner um, who specialised in um, trauma release. Um, such a simple one, and it's about opening to pain. So if you'd like to stay for that, please do. It's it's a meditative, somatic meditation, so powerful, um, and we'll we'll do this together. So I'd like you to feel your feet on the ground like we always do and open up the soles of your feet. 
and call in Gaia, Mother Earth, to really ground you. So, sending roots from the soles of the feet all the way down to the centre of the earth. Allowing her to hold you and anchor you and tether you. Perhaps feeling the vibration of her electromagnetic field underneath your feet, causing a, a sensation, a tingly sensation in your own feet, knowing that that is her making a connection with you. Breathing into your mind and just as you breathe out, pulling the energy down from the logical mind and out through the feet. So you breathe into your mind and breathe out. Imagine like a thermometer dropping or the dial on an oven turning down. You're bringing your energy out, down the body, through the soles of the feet. And just noticing with curiosity any trigger or activation within yourself from this topic, hard one to speak to, hard one to, to witness and be with, and just sending some love to that activation, understanding, compassion. And then if there is a part of your body that is in pain now, and if there isn't, then if you are having a, a mental pain, so whether that's anxiety or sadness or fear, whatever it is, just really anchoring into the body and discovering where the sensation of that is. Maybe loneliness. Where is that in the body? And just becoming aware of either that physical pain sensation or the mental pain and where that is or the emotional pain. And then when you locate it, taking your hand and placing it on the sensation. And just noticing what happens as you witness that sensation in the body. Allowing, allowing, accepting. And for some, they might hold their breath and brace against touch. For some, it may cause tears. For some, it might bring up anger. For some, it might not bring anything up. That's fine. Just notice what happens to you. And then imagining that your hand, as you touch your body, becomes the hand of a benevolent or loving 
being. So that can be someone you know loves you, who's touching your body. It could be your pet that you know loves you, that is touching your body. It could be the earth. It could be a spiritual being. And for me, it's always Mother Mary. So her hand becomes mine. And as love touches that sensation, notice what happens. Is there tears? Is there a change? Is there not? And then the next thing to do is to take some air now to the sensation. And as you take air, so you breathe into that sensation, you're directing your breath to the sensation. You move into acceptance of it. So with the touch, the loving touch, and the breath of life coming through the body, come into loving acceptance of the sensation. So just keep breathing in. With every breath, more acceptance and witness. More understanding and compassion. Perhaps more intensity, and that's okay, because you're held here. Perhaps a change in your heartbeat, perhaps a change in your breath. Allowing and accepting. And then what often happens is, is we witness one sensation, one area of pain, then another part of our body calls to us. Um, so if we're working with the heart that can hold sadness or loneliness or um, um, all of the more grief, more difficult sensations, as we witness that space, then another part, often the throat, starts to call to us to witness that. And so we move the hand, we move the benevolent touch, the loving touch, to the next part of the body. And we wait until we, the body allows that touch to to be felt, and then we take the breath there. And so if there is another part of your body or your mind calling to you, um, and you know, it's the same with mental pain, we can work actually with holding the forehead or the tears or um, 
what happens when we become curious about mental pain is we often realize it's in the body anyway so tracking where it is and opening to it slowly and then knowing when you have had enough and pausing and so breathing in one last time if your hand is still on your body and as you breathe out just drop your hand and then breathing in once more and as you breathe out feel your feet fully against the floor ground ground and then for the final time breathe in and as you breathe out orient to the screen come back to the now come back to the now okay And so, if I can possibly turn this round, there we are. Okay, so um, that is called a somatic work, um, an opening up to pain. Remember that the sensation, even if it's within the mind, will come into the nervous system and cause contraction. It's really important not to push the body. It's really important not to push the body because it's contracting because it feels like it's going to be forced anyway. So the loving touch, the holding, the breath, and the most important thing is giving the pain space. Giving the pain as much space as it needs and time um, to, to reveal to you what needs to be witnessed. Um, and what's amazing about the body and the mind is that it will only reveal to you what you are capable of processing at that time. If you do it slowly, um, pain work, whether, again, whether it's mental or physical, is slow work. There's no quick fixes. There, there is no quick fixes. It is slow, slow work um, of developing a relationship with the mind and the body again so that the body trusts you not to push it or bully it anymore and I speak from experience as I said that is one of the main um, triggers for my fibromyalgia pain is when I am pushing when I the ego is pushing um, the, the, the more vulnerable sensitive um, energy part of me and it's a dance it's a dance um, you know I haven't got it sussed either it's an ongoing journey gentleness at all times when you work and be with your pain. So I hope that has served you um, and you have got something to take away from it, whether it's for yourself or for others. And I'd be really blessed and grateful if you could share your um, experiences of this or your inner knowing and your wisdom um, so that the rest of the group can um, kind of benefit from your wisdom. Take what serves you, leave what doesn't. That's always, always the message that I give when I do these, um, these lives. So thank you for being here. Thank you for the person who suggested it. Thank you again, Jolene, for your art. And thank you all for your presence and your circle time. And so all that's left for me to say is have a lovely rest of the afternoon. And from my heart to yours. And from my heart to yours. And from my heart to yours. Wishing you so much love and blessings.
Thank you for listening to this Sacred Human podcast, where we explored the experience of being fully human and fully divine. To learn more, go to www.sacredhuman.co.uk or follow us on social media. Go to Facebook, search Sacred Human Group and click join. Instagram at Fully Human, Fully Divine or Twitter at Sacred Human. Thanks for being here.